This is the Tallahassee Business Podcast, bringing you engaging conversations with influential members of the community that you need to know. This episode is brought to you by The Health Network. The Health Network is an innovative advertising platform with more than 30 digital monitors and almost a dozen different medical waiting rooms throughout Tallahassee. With a diverse mix of medical practices, The Health Network provides advertisers unmatched visibility to a highly engaged audience while directly connecting with target consumers through static and video ads. To learn how your business can effectively reach over 60,000 patients and guests per month, visit THNAdvertising.com. Well, this is Sue Dick with Tallahassee Chamber of Commerce here for our next episode, uh, our podcast. And I sound a little different today, don't I? A little. Just a little bit. I'm actually Tom Grzapolski, and I'm filling in for Sue because I was going to be a guest here with Sharon Carraway, who's our local executive and leader at the Red Cross a board that I proudly serve on. And today we wanted to have a conversation and talk a little bit about hurricane preparedness and readiness, but not so much on the home front, which we all tend to think about, right? Like our supplies and our plan for our family, but moreover on the business front. So uh, why don't we just jump right into this and, and see what we can unpack for folks. Sounds good. So when we think about things at the Red Cross, it's this idea of being in a constant state of readiness, right? Not a fear, but I think the idea of unpacking things in advance and considering your plan and what you're going to do in situations actually brings a bit of peace and calmness to a crisis. And so we, as I mentioned a moment ago, tend to talk about how we do that on the home front, but I think a lot of people forget about their business and how to prepare their business in times of hurricane or any natural disaster, frankly. We, we know statistically that um, home fires and, and any kind of structure fire in our region is most likely to threaten your family or your business. Uh, but the hurricane is always the big show that gets all the attention. And since we're here in early June and it's the kickoff of hurricane season, um, why don't we share some of our ideas and thoughts and what research and history has proven to be effective for businesses? Absolutely, Tom. You, you've hit on some really important parts. There's so many times that all we do is focus on on our home. But as business and as you know, as a business owner, you've got to have a plan. You've got to have a continuation of operation plan. Um, we call it a coup. You know, you've got to know what you're doing ahead of time. And it's not, as you said, just for hurricanes. Um, I, I think back to the Community Foundation years ago when, right. when they lost their building and um, how critical it was and the information that they lost or, or they didn't lose because of preparedness. And so um, we really encourage all business owners um, and just organizations, don't have to be a business owner, to um, be prepared and stop and think about what you've got as your plan. We have a, a tool that's right at people's fingertips. Um, it's called Ready Rating. And it's online. You can go to readyrating.com and it will actually help businesses, organizations go through a checklist and assess your own preparedness, assess um, where you are with your records management, where you are with your employees. You know, do your employees have a plan? We actually have our own preparedness plan at Red Cross. So we have to figure out who's going to be available during a disaster. Where are people, if they're evacuating, where are they evacuating to? How are we going to know where they are? So there's there's a whole long list of what you need to do to be prepared for a hurricane from both a personal standpoint, but from a business owner standpoint, too. Sure. And I was looking at some recent data from FEMA as you know one source. And this is hard to believe, but during a significant natural disaster, so we think of a, a stronger hurricane and more of a direct impact or a substantial fire like the foundation had, 
40% of small businesses won't reopen. They can't survive that, largely in part because they failed to take some simple step. They lost all their client database, all their customers. Um, maybe their accounting software with their outstanding invoices is now gone because it's underwater or burnt up. Um, one year later, 25% of small businesses will close because they failed to prepare. So they sort of weathered the storm, weathered just after the storm, but that failure to secure data or financial information or important resources eventually takes them out. And so some of the things we'll talk about today, you know, help prevent those kind of unnecessary events uh, in, in the middle of a storm. Why, why don't we talk about this from a few different perspectives? I mean, we, I like to break things down into categories. So we kind of have the before the storm and I would challenge people listening to this to put it as a high priority on your to-do list to have a meeting with your leadership team. If you're a party of one and you have a few employees, then meet with a mentor or, or call me or, or somebody here at the chamber and say, hey, I need some accountability. I want to make sure that I'm really buttoned up. Um, but if you're fortunate like me and have an excellent business partner, you know, I'll make this a priority again for us this year to sit and talk about how we're going to respond to a hurricane or any kind of natural disaster. So please don't just, you know, take a few notes on this and let it pass because if you do it now when things are calmed or in blue skies, as we say, it's much, much easier. And just to kind of hammer home how dramatic this could be, right? If you have an office manager who leaves with two weeks notice, that's terribly disruptive because he or she likely knew the password to the thing you need to use, right? or in our world, like our Shutterstock account or some other software, and that person leaves, like, I don't know, that person had it. And that's a minor, minor thing, right? That's not your entire accounting software or client database um, or the secret sauce for all your cool recipes in your restaurant that just vanished. So if you magnify that and say, man, I wish I would have taken the time to develop a spreadsheet with all those account numbers and passwords and, and, and whatnot, uh, you know, it really makes the event a little bit less traumatic. So speaking of kind of before the storm, um, I'm going to kind of run through a list that we have put together and maybe we can just chat about them a little bit if that works for you. Okay. Right, cool. Um, first of all, uh, communication, that's kind of the top of my list, but what are some communication challenges, you know, um, that a business can face during a storm that, you know, they can easily prepare for in advance? Well, I'm not so sure about the easily part, <laughs> but, <laughs> right. but I do think um, going back, knowing your employees, knowing what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, if you've got a major evacuation, you know, are you going to be closed down? It, have your employees had to evacuate? So it's it's knowing where they're going, knowing whether you can communicate with them. If, if you've got businesses that are, that are outside of Tallahassee, just backtracking to Michael, you know, there was no cell phone service over in the Panama City Bay County area at all. And so communication was was somewhat at a standstill. If we hadn't had our ham radio operators, there were times where, where there was no communication. And so you've got to go through all the different possible scenarios of what that looks like and, and how are we going to communicate, who's going to communicate with who. Um, on, the, on the passwords and, and whatnot, that the, the critical items, if you've got somebody that has to leave for whatever reason, they've had to evacuate, um, who's got the other information? Um, do you have to-go kits. Does everybody in your office, in your business have a to-go kit to, so that you can go continue your operations somewhere else? Do you have a, a coop 
plan, you know, place to where you can go, have another resource. We've been lucky here. We didn't have to evacuate, but places like in Panama City that had to totally leave and go still try to, to maintain their business somewhere else. You know, do you have another operation somewhere? Mm-hmm. Like for instance, way backtrack to Hurricane um, Ike, when I was in Texas, we had to, as a Red Cross, we had to leave and we had to go to the next county up, but we still had to maintain all of our operations. Right. So we had planned ahead of time, you know, is there computer access there? You know, is there Wi-Fi? What kind of communication resources? So it's all those type things that you've got to stop and, and think about. You know, what does it look like the before? But it, it obviously communications is just the, the top of the list. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the list is long. Well, and, and how easy is it now to just assign someone or to put it on your own list to have this conversation and develop a worksheet that has their name, where would you likely evacuate to? I'm going to go to my parents' house in Tampa, or I'm going to go to my aunt's house in Blue Ridge, Georgia. Awesome. Is there a phone number there or an address in case we need to get something to you? Mm -hmm. And by having that stuff in advance, here's an address situation, okay? Why would we need that? Well, sometimes your employee takes off with their laptop and forgets the power cord of their computer. They're available to work. They want to work. They need to work. But they're in Blue Ridge, Georgia. And how easy would it be if we had that address to go to Amazon and drop them a power cable that's there in 48 hours? Mm-hmm. So physically knowing where people will be and some alternative phone numbers uh, will help in those situations. Uh, when we start thinking about some more technical items, um, protecting and relocating vital records, insurance policies, this is kind of similar to a home front, right? It absolutely is. So what, what kind of things do we recommend to folks that they do at home that, you know, has a similar, you know. Well, whether you've got an office manager, whether you're you're the single, like you said, the entrepreneur yourself, you know, you've got to know who your insurance agents, you got to have all that contact information, who are your insurance agents, what does it look like? What does your insurance look like? Is everything covered? You know, it's, it's always a good idea to look at that kind of thing and see, do I have any gaps? Where are my gaps? And that's true for any type of office plan. And I really do encourage people to go back. I know it's good for us to do this list, but if they go to readyrating.com, all this information is going to be there for them. And they're not going to have to remember everything that we said. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be able to go look and say, oh, I need to do this. And and some you may have everything, but there's that one glaring thing. You know, but it's um, I think it's just really important to, to look at it ahead of time and then see what your gaps are. The other really critical thing, I think, is to kind of to practice. We talk about home fires mm-hmm. and how we encourage people to have an evacuation plan and I mean, an escape plan. And to practice it, that's the same thing with the business thing. You may think you've got the best plan in the world, and but when when it hits the road, you had gaps that you had zero idea. So we encourage people to kind of practice a scenario. You know, a big a big storm's come, or we've lost everything in a fire. Brainstorm. What have we lost? Mm-hmm. What could we do ahead of time so that we don't lose that? Is our stuff stored on the cloud somewhere? Because some people still have the servers. You know, right. and um, that's what happened to going back to Ike. Our server was in the basement of a of a federal building, and so we were out of luck. Man. You know, so we what we had on thumb drives, what we had, you know, with us was all we had at the time. Now, granted, we got it taken care of, but right. still, it's it's knowing that I, I think it's incredibly important to brainstorm and go through all the what if scenarios. Well, and I like that you mentioned the checklist because that really is an important place to go. And I'm holding one in my hand, so just. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it, it really methodically goes through every piece. So 
even physically, strap or anchor, roof or deck, um, mm -hmm. support assemblies if you have an HVAC on your roof. Um, uh, install windstorm shutters, check your gutters, anchor or relocate non-essential items to the interior of a building. So you don't really have to invent this on your own or scratch your mm -hmm. head and figure out what to do. If you'll just gather a, a checklist and kind of go through it. And again, you know, these are all in the category of, you know, pre-storm, but during the storm, uh, that's when everybody's hunkered down. And there are some items on that checklist that if you're going to, if you need to, which would be hard to imagine, but if you need to operate your business, there are some items for you to consider on how to keep that person safe in that workspace and items that they'll need. But to the, a large degree, I imagine most of the people listening to this business will be closed and you're going home. If you have a restaurant or a cafe or a law firm or a marketing firm or a lawn service, you're getting out of Dodge and hunkering down. But, you know, let me interrupt you right there. So those for hurricanes, you're right. We've got plenty of notice, mm -hmm. but we also have a lot of non-notice events. That's right. That's what we, our tornadoes are non-notice events. So you may be at work, a tornado may be coming your way and you have to shelter there. You have to shelter in place. Those are the type of things you need to consider too. Um, what do we have here? So we have to shelter in place for, for hours, five, six hours during a horrible storm coming through. And then what if we're stuck here? Mm -hmm. You know, what resources do we have here? If if we, worst case scenario, had to, to overnight, what do we have? Are, right. are we okay? Do we have water? I mean, the basic things, you know, but the, and those are less likely and less common, but all it takes is the one time for that to happen and to not be prepared. Yeah, it's easy to focus on hurricane season because we're sitting here in early June and it's sort of the topic of the podcast, but, you know, we see events happening of all sorts in our world that are of crisis level Absolutely. where you're you know, not going to be able to make it home. We just put together a, a wildfire campaign and those happen. Those can happen quickly. And mm -hmm. I was shocked to find that people often are such creatures of habit. They've never considered another way out or another way home or any other way to reach their, their siblings or their children. I, I couldn't tell you my son's cell phone number right now because it's in my phone. I've just always hit his name. So if I lost, if that service went down or I had to use somebody's and I needed to get a hold of my oldest son, I, I really don't know his number. So. Well, so to your point, though, so much of the stuff, the same thing applies to businesses. Mm -hmm. I'm old school. Give me a hard copy of everything. Anything that's really critical, I want a hard copy that I can take with me. Right. And whether it's evacuating, whether it's for a business that, you know, get if you get that list of employee information, make sure you not only have it on your phone or on a, mm -hmm. a shared drive, but you've got it somewhere, a hard copy. Because worst case scenario, you lose all, all type of your infrastructure. You've lost your electrical grid. You've lost your, your internet capacity, whatnot. You, you've got to be able to still work, still focus on the safety of your people and possibly even your business continuing. Right. Um, you know, businesses are made up of people. And so I think it's important for business owners that are listening to this and leaders to remember that they need to stop and pause and outside of the organization itself, you know, our computers are backed up and we've got this, I've got the client list, you know, taking the time to understand your employees needs, who's likely going to need to go early. Um, in our population now we have more and more people that are my age, 47, who are taking care of older parents. Uh, I'm not in that situation yet, but, uh, 
you know, is there something else in their life that's going to pull them away and, and create a need to evacuate or respond sooner than others, or perhaps make it slow to return to the office? And we think about getting work ready, but the week before the storm, when it's spinning off the Yucatan, they're kind of got that, that cone of uncertainty, you know, pointing at Florida. Um, those are the times that your plan has been in place. But these are the times you need to start having a conversation with your employees like, hey, if this tracks our way, what is your plan? What is your plan? Where will you go? Is there anything you need to go do now? Um, because that, that 24 hours before landfall um, is you get into the too late space. You know, it's if you want something done at the office and they're at home securing their patio, um, you know, you got to really be way ahead of this thing. So I would encourage people to make sure you really appreciate the needs of your workforce so that they can take care of their family and themselves. The business can be taken care of. We all want to get back to life quickly and, and back to normal quickly. Uh, and I think it has to happen on both fronts. So we actually, we do that even internally at Red Cross. We have an afternoon that we gather together as, as a team, the paid staff, and say, all right, we're, you're going to have 30 minutes go through your list, go look, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about it and make sure that there nobody's got any gaps in their plan. You know, so it's, it's, it's important, I think, for as business owners and for organizations to take care, like you said, to take care of their people and make mm -hmm. sure that their people understand that they need to have a plan, they need to have a kit, and they got to stay informed. You know, those are the three things that we preach no matter what, whether it's to an individual or whether it's to an organization or a business, it's really important that they have all three of those those important things. And we'll make sure the chamber posts the link to the checklist yes. with this podcast as a resource. Uh, but those, all that kind of planning and preparation ahead of time, we often think about food and water for family. If you have a fleet of vehicles that you rely on to do work, is there fuel in that tank before storm arrives so that after the storm, you could get out and go about your business or whatever supplies you need. So a lot of the stuff that we do at home, you know, applies at work as well, but uh, certainly don't want to forget about it. So let's think there's, again, I'm flipping through pages and pages on this checklist. And I'll tell you, as I read some of this, you might, I won't read it to you, but as you might chuckle and say, oh, that's funny. I would never forget that. But it's exactly why it's on the list, because people forget to get cash. People forget to get fuel. People forget to, oh, I have a pet or um, whatever other little medications, uh, prescriptions, eyeglasses. I've reached the age now that I can't read anything without my reading glasses. So if I head off somewhere and I don't have them, I have that little moment of panic that I hope I don't have to read anything because I need them. But have a son with type one diabetes? Do we have insulin? Do we have needles? Do we have our glucometer? Do we have the things we need? And so I think taking time as a business to examine your operations and make sure that you're buttoned up while the skies are blue and it could be you know, done calmly and relaxed is definitely the way you want to prepare. It is. The other thing I would encourage everybody to do is to download our free emergency app. Um, it's You can get it through whichever... Mm -hmm app you use, whether it's Google or Apple, yeah, Apple yeah. whoever the ones, I forget all the names of them, but um, it's it talks about any type of disasters, not just hurricanes. It, it goes through the whole gamut, but it gives you the information of what to do before, during, and after. Um, all the checklists of everything you need to know mm -hmm. um, are there. Um, there's, there's actually some 
little games on there that you can kind of test yourself, test your knowledge. It's got records of all, I mean, it's got uh, maps of all of our shelters um, that are live. So it would show you exactly where you would need to go from where you are. It's, it's literally information at your fingertips. It has all kind of alerts. You can have your alerts set as sensitive as you want or non-sensitive. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm only going to get alert if there's a hurricane about to hit us because right. the, beyond that, I know what we're doing, <laughs> but tornadoes, you know, my tornadoes, I want to know if we're under a tornado watch mm-hmm. because a watch with a tornado, you don't have the same amount of time. We don't have the 72 sure. hours or 100 and however many hours with a hurricane like mm-hmm. you with, with the tornado. So I really encourage people to download that app. Um, it's free. And, and also to go to the web page. And you're going to post it, right? We'll have it posted on the chamber page. Well, and I think I'd probably like to close by, you know, considering what it means to be ready, right? If you are ready at home, and you're the people under your watch, right, under your roof, you've prepared to care for, you're now available to help others, right? You're not in a, in a panic. You're not in distress. Something traumatic, you might have a tree through your roof or on your car, but you know that you have food and water and things to be comfortable and medicine and insulin or whatever else is in your life. So you're not the one standing in the long line at the pharmacy, or down at whatever the government or the Red Cross has established in some field in the heat, uh, handling your business when you could be at home, taking care of your family and helping your neighbors. If you're squared away, then you're able to be to stand up and serve others. Same with a business. If you can, as a business owner, prepare and make sure that your organization is ready, then you could stand up sooner to serve your clients or to turn the lights back on quicker, to get your employees back to work, to get a paycheck back in their hands. And it really is, as the head of your household or the head of your company, your serious responsibility to make sure that you're ready to go and that the consequences are high. Um, I shared some data early on about the impact this has on small business in particular. Um, but same thing on the home front, that's a stressful enough event and so much of this can be avoided with a little thoughtful preparation. Well, and Tom, they're not only when the more prepared you are, it's not just helping your business or your mm-hmm. family. It's helping the whole community right. because for, for the first responders, for the people out doing things, we can't do things if things aren't open. Mm-hmm. You know, so we need everybody opening up and getting back to as, as normal as quickly as possible. And so um, one of the other statistics is for every dollar spent in mitigation, six dollars is is saved down the road you know so the more resilient we are and the more prepared we are then the less we've got to worry about down the road and and we're just that much far further ahead of the game well i'm obviously a fan of the red cross and uh, i know that government plays an important role in our lives and making sure that communities are prepared and they're able to mobilize massive resources but we saw it michael and in every other storm that those business, the business community, when we rally together and respond to the needs of our communities, we have the ability to make really swift and meaningful impacts on an individual yard because we're cleaning it up or on a, a neighborhood or a business and get our economy you know, back and rolling again. And so we gotta be ready as a community for our community.